Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The thing about rain is a lot of people are comforted by its sound. Right. You know, like they're like, man, I love the sound of rain. It's just so soothing. It's so comforting. To me, rain is the sound of trauma. Oh my gosh. I'm the comfort guy. It's so nostalgic. It's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring. He bumped his head. He couldn't get out of bed. But anyways, the, the the thing about rain is like, dude, there's a reason why I left Seattle. Because of this thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Missy Elliott. I can't stand the rain. <laughs> I'm not a rain guy, man. I know California needs it and I'm thankful that you know we're getting some some rain. But the sound of it, I'm just like, dude. The last year I lived in Seattle, it rained 91 straight days. Yeah. I remember growing up, we hit a record 99 straight days of rain. 99. Yeah. See, I got 99 problems in LA and rain ain't one. (laughs) All right. I got up out the rain, so I can't stand the rain, but it's raining here in LA. So if we sound a little bit chill and relaxed today on the pod. Cozy. If we sound a little cozy, it's because... It's raining while we're recording Leadership Leader. Okay, today we are talking about advice to young leaders. Before we jump into the content, thank you to everybody. And I mean everybody that likes, subscribes, comments, and shares our pod. P-O-D. You down with P-O-D? Yeah, you know me. You down with P-O-D? That's how it goes. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, thank you for to everybody that supports Leadership Lean. And by the way, we, we, you know, the three of us, April, who is behind the camera today, uh, Nate Dog, and I have been talking about we're getting, we're going to do some Lean In merch. Yes, I can't wait. We've never had this. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've never had Leadership Lean In merch, no, never, right? Never. We had a Leadership Lean In conference with no merch. But we had no merch. We're we're doing our first round of merch. We got to have it out by the holidays, April. We gotta, yeah. We get, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. It's gonna I'm be. I'm thinking stocking stuffers. Yeah, I'm you know, thinking all that yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, we got it. By the way, leaners, if you are a designer and you're listening to the pod, send in some some inspo, send in some ideas. Yeah. I feel like one of the T's needs to be John Maxwell always says <laughs> dot dot dot. Yes, but I don't know. We we just we need you know attitude reflect leadership. Happen, yeah, yeah, you yep. know, like we got to have some lean in stuff. You can't package the Colin Coward sound slow down, you can't do that one, no, but you got to do some some lean in stuff. So, we're excited about the podcast. Thank you to everybody that's been commenting and uh, liking and sharing. Thank you to everyone, by the way, also that has been going on Amazon and giving a review for Worried About Everything book that just means the world to me. So, we're fired up. We've had the best year we've ever had by far. With leadership leading yeah. podcast by far. So we're pumped about our little community called the leaners. Mm. We're talking today about advice to young leaders. And I, I, I you know, I can say this now because I'm not young anymore. Forever. I was like yes. the young guy. You're the young guy. You're yeah, the young yeah. guy. 43. It's like, bruh, yeah. you're not young. My back tells me how old I am. So this podcast really is, if you're a young leader and you're listening, 
Uh, this is some great um, just thoughts to ponder, consider, apply. And if you're older and you are leading, you probably have a lot of young people around you. Mm-hmm. And so this is good, you know, wisdom to 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 consider together, both both old and young, just some thoughts on young leaders. Um, I I love young leaders. Yeah. I, you know, we've got 17-year-olds in our office in our college program right now. We've got 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds. I think I'm so impressed. Julie's been saying this. I'm so impressed with this generation totally. of young leaders coming through. That the knowledge, the understanding, the the work ethic, the lack of entitlement mm. uh, of the younger, younger, yeah, you know, is crazy. And so I'm very excited. This is just some advice to young leaders, and it really applies to all of us. So here's the first thing: number one is ask more questions. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you don't want to be younger and presenting your life like you're a know-it-all. Mm. I think when you're younger, especially like, I just think it's good in all stages of life to ask more questions and you give more answers. Right. I like how people have kind of gone from Q and A to Q and R. Mm, I really good. like that yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. That, that that language is good yeah. to me. Question and response. Yep. Well, then saying we have the answers. I think the older you get, the more you're like, I don't have the answers. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, 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 there's a book written years ago, A Few Things I've Learned Since I Knew It All. What a great title. When you're young, you think you know it all. And when you're older, you're like, I know nothing. Right. It's just the it's just the progress and the maturation of life. So if I were you, young leader, I would just be asking questions. What do you think? How did you do it? Right. Do you have any advice for me? Um, what do you think is the best solution? I think the it's just the posture you know, I think, how do you gain favor with older leaders? Mm. You did not gain favor by being a know-it-all. Right. By presenting like, <laughs> you know, because I, I think older people are really, um, because they've, they're they so experienced, they're very, um, you know, like uh, arm's distance right. with young leaders that come across cocky. Totally. Arrogant, know-it-all. But they're very like, hey, I'll pour into you. I'll give you everything I got. I'll, I'll meet with you once a week, once a month, once a year, whatever you go, need. If you, It's all about posturing. Yep. I think that, you know, and, and not posturing in a, in, a, in a non-authentic way, but genuinely living your life as going like, I'm just a young leader that I'm hungry to know. Mm. I want to learn. I want to grow. Yep. I'm listening to Leadership Leaning and a ton of other great podcasts because it's like, dude, I don't got a clue. Right. And I'm pretty aware of it. Right. And so I want to know, I want, how do I communicate better? How do I lead better? How do I solve problems? How do I budget? I I Mm. just think like, if you look at the buckets of your life, okay, let's just take a a human. You got a financial bucket. You've got an emotional health bucket. You've got a relationship bucket. You got a spirituality bucket. You got a physical fitness bucket on every level. I, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't made on any one of them. Yeah. I really don't know. So I got to find the experts in the fields. Mm. When I get around an emotional health or a, 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 a therapist, I'm asking questions. Yeah, that's great. When I get around spiritual leaders that I really respect in my, I'm not talking about my heavy revy I just got. Yeah. Can I, can I say in a subtle way, you're kind of tearing, you know, you're, you're combating the mentor myth. Dude, right? last night, a guy asked me to be his mentor. Will yeah. you mentor me? And I said, brother, thank you. I've never mentored anybody. Right, right. So I'm not starting with you. Totally. I, we can talk. Yeah. I love talking, but I'm not a mentor. Yes, this whole thing where it's like, 
let's find one mentor and they're somehow going to be an expert in all five of these things. It's like, I'm not going to the dentist if my car breaks down. Why, I got to find my specialists for each area. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think that, you know, the Bible says there's wisdom in the multitude, multitude of counselors mm-hmm. and we get stuck on this one. Yeah. And I, always, I think it's really weird when you think the sun rises and falls on one man. Right. The sun rises and falls on one man for us, and his name is Jesus. Right. Outside of that, it's like I find a collection of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I get wisdom from my parents. I get wisdom from pastors. I get wisdom from friends. I get it's a, it's a it's a humility. Yeah. So young here, I just say ask more questions and just just live from that premise. I don't got the answers. Can I ask you a question. Yes. What type of questions do you prefer? Do you want like open ended, generic, or you do know, you want I super put this, specific? I put this down in my notes when I was preparing for today. And one of the things I said in the notes, I'm glad you asked that, is and usually the question is not the first question. The it's real the question that you're looking for is about one to two more questions down. Mm. So, young leader, challenge yourself to get to the better question. Great. I used to go like, I want to ask this person a question. I would start to think about it and go like, well, actually the better question Mm. is something bigger or more specific. Challenge yourself when you're asking questions, not to ask. It's like, uh, there's a story years ago of, 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 of this great famous pastor that came in and was talking to the staff. And they, and, and, and the pastor had said to the staff, we're going to do Q and a Q Q and R at the end. (laughs) And so ask someone's own question. And so one of the staff members wanting to sound astute. Right. Wanting to posture mm-hmm. smart. Look at how smart my question is. Ask a question. And the guy just demolishes the dude. <laughs> because it like, man, are you really asking that question? Yeah. And I thought to myself, I'd rather, you know, it, it, by the way, I think just questions when you ask them it's just a spirit of humility mm-hmm. and that that will allow the person to speak into your life it's not about you presenting yourself so smart yeah i hate when you're in those environments and someone asks a question and they clearly know the answer but i'm asking this for the rest of the room <laughs> yeah. it's like thanks. clearly thanks tim we're blessed that you know so much and you want us to benefit from your knowledge through that person get out of here number two learn how to submit or you'll never have people submit to you young leader i cannot emphasize this enough the best leaders are the greatest followers Mm -hmm. the greatest leaders i've ever met know how to follow better than anybody else and i cannot encourage you enough down the line you're going to want people to you know follow you and do what you ask and apply by your systems and your cultures and your values. But if you've never done that with a clean heart, Mm. it's not going to happen for you. I don't know how to break it to you any other way. You learn how to lead by learning how to follow. And so show me how good you are at following. And I will actually tell you that's how good you're going to be at leading. Mm -hmm. And so get good at it now apply it now because it's a boomerang effect i really think that you in leadership you can't you can't reap what you done sow. so if i sow as a follower and i sow in loyalty and i sow in submission and i sow in humility and i sow in wisdom i'm gonna reap all that that's right it's just a part of it's a part of your makeup it's a part of your your nuance it's a part of your fragrance it's a part of your aura yep it's a part of the mystique of who you are i love that word mystique you did but you got to believe me in this one young leader Get good at following and doing that now mm. because people will go like, I think I can follow you because you also look like a follower and you didn't stop following. I think the thing about yeah. leadership that's so interesting is you never stop following. Right, right. 
You never stop being under authority. You never stop submitting yourself. And so if you if you can do that in your younger years and just put, I, I, I like to look at it this way, put your head down and put your hand to the plow. Head down, hand to the plow. You do that really, really well and the rest of the elevation of your life. It's, it's like the old saying, you worry about the depth, God will worry about the breadth. So you good. just go yeah. low and the rest will take care of itself. That's Young right. leader, hear me. Follow what I'm saying. This is the book of Proverbs in application. Just follow well if you follow well you will lead so it'll be natural because mm-hmm. what's the whole thing about leadership is it learning how to lead five thousand five hundred no it's learning how to lead yourself one you do that well everything else takes care of itself number three master your manners <laughs> god this one i want to just the other day we went to a dinner with a group of people and I watched the difference of well-mannered people and people that don't have good manners Mm. and not in just the way that they treat the server, but I really think that one of the telltale signs of good manners is the way that you thank the person that paid for the check. Wow. And anybody that leaves the dinner and does not say thank you. Right. I think there's a, there's a, there's an entitlement. Mm Mm-hmm there's a there's a handout there's a manners are so powerful do you realize the favor you could gain or lose with manners hear me you could gain favor or lose favor yep that fast yep it's the power of manners manners is thank you manners is thank you cards manners is opening the door for others manners is the way you treat women if I mean, it's really it's it's honor personified it's honor personified there you go and the old saying is manners maketh the man you know right. but i think manners maketh the leader mm. and if you can if you i'm telling you young leader what i'm really talking about right now is being classy yep like you know you know you everybody wants to be next level is next level writing books or having a podcast or having a following it's not mm. it's the values that, you, that 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 drive your life. That's right. And I think that you, I would. I, that's why I've always loved. I think it's an annual reading for every person. How to win friends and influence people. Yep. That book is a master class on manners. Yes. You get good at manners. I promise you, people will just be singing your praises behind your back. Have you ever met a leader who you've been shocked by how good their manners are? Yes, tons, tons. I, I can't get over it. I'm yeah. struck by it. I am struck by the greatest leaders that I have had the privilege to be around. I am struck by their humility, their authenticity, their 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 ability to honor, their ability mm. to have good manners. I, I'm, you know, um, this last year in April, I got to go uh, to Springfield, Missouri and speak at um, James Rivers Men Conference. And two of my dear friends got to come with me uh, that live here in Los Angeles. And um, they are probably the classiest guys that I personally know. And I was so, I, w- I felt like I was in a master class of manners being around them. Wow. And I was so struck and I was so challenged and I was so moved. 
and I was so inspired and I couldn't get over the eye contact. I couldn't get over how they tip every valet and every person that deserves a tip. I couldn't get over just the quality of human that they were. Mm. And I was, I just took notes and I, I walked away going, Hey bro, you think you are good at this? Yeah. That's the gold standard. Wow. I was moved. And these guys are in their own right. I mean, just superstars. They could have walked around like prima donnas because in their orbits and their universe, they are the guys. Wow. And you'd never know it. I love that. Because manners maketh a person. Manners maketh a man. And so I want to just encourage every young leader, get manners. Yeah. Figure yeah. it out. Get yep. good at it. It will take you far and never stop. Yeah. Never arrive. Never get past manners. Uh, number four, arrest your attitude. Attitude reflects leadership. We got that one? Attitude reflects leadership. Man, I'm telling you, this is a bar. And by the way, every day when we, we're driving to school, my Clive, he gets he's addictive personality. Where does he get that from? <laughs> he asks me constantly, Dad, what's your favorite movie? He knows the answer. And I tell him, remember the Titans. Yes. Attitude reflects leadership. I, I think um, the problem with young leaders is we're still getting all the kinks worked out. And you got a lot of, you know, high school, that re that's the peak of rebellion, mm -hmm. college. Right. Now you don't have any supervision. So that's yep. kind of, you're figuring that out. Coming into your, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, early 30s, that attitude, if it doesn't get arrested, it just becomes a monster. Right. And I think it kills marriages. I think it kill, uh, sabotages careers. Yep. It, you know, to me, your attitude is your altitude. You'll mm. never surpass your attitude. That's it, right. It's not your gifting that is the lid of your life. It's your attitude. Your attitude, as they say, is everything. And so if I were you as a young leader, I would just do everything you can to get that piss poor attitude out of you. Yep. Like it's in there. That's why the Bible says to parents, do not spare the rod. Discipline your child. Ecclesiastes says it this way, unless the sentence against an evil deed is executed quickly, therefore the hearts of the sons of man are given over to do evil. Yep. What is it saying? If you don't get disciplined by your parents, you're going to grow up with a bad attitude and you're going to live your life with a bad attitude. Right. And your bad attitude shows up on your face. Mm. Your bad attitude shows up in your texting. Your bad attitude shows up in your work ethic. You just got a tood. And so, <laughs> by the way, people do not tolerate bad attitudes. No. They're over it. Yep. You got a bad attitude? Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. You got to go. Because <laughs> around these parts, all that matters is if, you were, if you're going to be good, here's what I need you to understand. All you really need to have is a right spirit and a great attitude. That's it. I tell my son, my nine-year-old, I train him. What do, I only ask two things of you, son. I only ask two things of you. What are the two things I ask of you? Oh. <laughs> he gets mad. Oh. Having a positive attitude and being a good brother. That's it. Mm. I only ask two things, bro. Yep. Having a positive attitude and being a good what? I, you mumbled. Say it again. Being a good brother. That's it. Yeah. I want my boys to have a positive attitude and be a good brother. Mm. I, we, we ask our, our children quite often, how's your PMA? I love this. Your positive mental 
attitude. Your attitude is a mindset. And so you will never be better than your thinking and you'll never be better than your attitude. And I want to convince you to arrest that thing, get that ego under control, get that attitude in alignment. And you get this figured out at a young age. I'm telling you in your 30s, nothing could stop you. Mm -hmm. But you watch anybody that struggles, they got a bad attitude. That's right. You watch anybody that goes sideways in life, if they got a bad attitude, figure that thing out. And I'm telling you, you will soar. Mm. You want the corner office? You want a big paycheck? How's your attitude? Yep. Yep. Don't tell me how talented you are. Right. Talent is a dime a dozen. Yes. Show up every day with a good attitude. Consistent. Yep. You know, have you ever seen me walk in here with a bad attitude? I've never walked in on a, on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or a Sunday and be, have a tood. Yeah, there's a difference between a bad attitude and I need coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's just normal, man. That's just normal, yeah. Now yeah I might have yeah. walked in like, hey, everybody, I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> but it's like, man, I choose yeah. to have a good attitude. Yes, yeah. It, a good attitude is not a personality. It's a choice. We need to understand it's a choice. It's a decision. I tell my boys, it's a decision. I tell my wife, it's a decision. I tell myself, mm-hmm. it is a decision. And when you learn how to master that thing, you're going to bumps, bruises, uh, 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 catastrophes, conflict, uh, fallout, uh, uh, all kinds. <laughs> you're, a, you're a leader. Right. It's going to go on around you. Yep. What's the attitude in yep. which you'll solve your problems? What is the attitude in which you'll approach this circumstance? I'm telling you, get a hold of your... I'm talking to somebody right now. Get, bring on the <laughs> keyboard player. Number five, develop a great work ethic. You know, um, what do they say about young leaders? They got million-dollar dreams with $100 work ethic. Whoa. You know, when you're young, I think that's when you should work the hardest. Yeah. I, I, you know, in, 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 I'm probably right now working the hardest I've ever worked. And yet I'm not because when you're young, you're developing how to work smart. Yeah. So you're, you're working really hard, but you, you haven't learned yet how to work smart. Not efficient. You know, efficiency is everything. But when I was, when you're young, I, I, I think put in that extra 10, 20. Yeah. Why not go 60, 65? Yeah, Yeah, you don't got kids. Mm -hmm. I'll use another Ecclesiastes right now because this is a great one. Ecclesiastes 12, 1. It says, remember now your creator in the days of your youth before the difficult days draw near and you find no pleasure in them. What is it saying there? Hey, right now while you're young, get God right in your life. Get your work ethic sorted because the difficult days are coming what's the difficult days when you got three in diapers that's difficult (laughs) yes when you got to hit buttons to open doors that's difficult when you're not the only one you're accountable for when you got bills baby yep yep. you know when the interest rate's about to hit eight percent today difficult days are coming okay so you got to figure out now how hard you're going to work and work ethic to me First of all, I think work is a gift from God. Work is yeah. a, it's a yeah. gift. God gives you the gift to work. Yes. And so we don't avoid work like the plague. We avoid being unemployed like the plague. <laughs> yeah. We avoid laziness like the plague. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything you do, you do it wholeheartedly as under the Lord. I think you, you know, develop a work ethic. It's my, it's my value to work hard. I don't work hard for a dollar amount. I, to be honest, I, 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 I've been working a long time. 
you know, when I got my first job when I was 16 years old, I was bagging groceries at yep. Safeway. I love working. I, I, I've been, yeah. you know, making money since I was 16. And my money has only increased every year as my giving has increased every year. Yep. My opportunities have only increased every year. Beautiful. And I think that a lot of it is just from when I was young, I learned to be like, I'm working hard. My senior year of college, they gave me an award at the end of the year. It's my senior year. And they give out awards, you know, like... um the valedictorian award and all these, you know, in Bible college. And they gave me a service award my senior year. Mm. And and the guy that presented, the professor that presented to me in Bible college said, you're the only guy that's been around the last three, the last three years. We've only seen you in class, but you never see you on campus. And it's because when I was 19, I got hired at a church. And right. so I just, all I did was class work, class work, classroom work and class work, study bed. And I just, as a young leader, developed that. Whereas I'm not out. I'm not, right, I'm not going right. out. I'm not right. out and about and doing this, that, and the other. And I, I came under a work ethic at a young age. I'm grateful. Mm. I'm grateful I didn't get married till I was 28. When I was young, I wanted to work. Yep. I wanted to develop my craft and develop my abilities. And I want. I wasn't obsessed with, with, with dating. I was obsessed with you can call it career for me it was the things of god you know right, I, right. but but it's like develop that work ethic now yes it's gonna pay off later yeah you know it's gonna you know i i, I think let me just say one more thing i think you know in the principle of tithing you could also apply tithing to with your life mm. give some of your life to god yeah give yep. a tithe, give a tithe of your service to god and so i think young leader hear me don't wait until you have money to develop your work ethic. Right. Now I got to work. Yep. I th you know. Work ethic is that thing. You don't see the results until you, until you're months into this thing. A year into this Years. Thing. You know, it's like a seed. You don't see the growth until it breaks the ground. That's exactly right. And when it breaks that ground, that's the hardest part. And now you're living in what James Clare called the compound of consistency. Bam. Uh, number seven, get rid of your ego. Sorry, sorry, we're on six, 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 six. Discover your unique contrast. Don't be a copycat. Listen, you know, I understand that you, you, you got inspirations, you got mentors, you got people you look up to, and I do too, but I don't want you to be them. Yeah. You could be like them, their Run character. The yeah. You can be like them, their values. You can be like them, their money management. You could be like them, their leadership principles. But I don't want you to be them. We need your contrast. Mm -hmm. We need your unique personality, right. and your unique upbringing. And for whatever reason, God chose to raise you up the way that he did and in the place that he did. And so you bring such a unique sound and such a unique gift to every table. Please be you. We mm -hmm. don't. We already have them. We don't need another version right. of them. We don't need another iteration of them them we need you and i think when you're young you're trying to you're a sum total of your influences so remember young leader you choose your influences they don't choose you mm. that's fine but develop your own sound and your own grace and your own voice and your own ability and your own values and i think as a young leader it's fine to have all these influences but eventually you got to arrive at the place that it's you right, right and when i'm talking to you i feel like i'm talking to you yep I, I, you've fleshed some things out and you've worked through some values and I love that develop your own unique gift number eight sorry seven, seven. hit a ding for me because that was just seven my god <laughs> I'm excited uh, 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 get rid of your ego this is a little bit like attitude but I want to just remind you that ego is a, is a when I talk about ego now I'm talking about pride yeah yeah 
And there is nothing worse than an arrogant young leader. Just cock-a-doodle-doo. Like just, I'm the man. I, I feel Kendrick Lamar's coming, <laughs> uh, lyrics coming on me. Sit down. Be humble. Mm-hmm. Be humble. Get rid of your ego now. No ego amigo go low go i think this is the thing we see about the greatest leader that ever lived in the history of the world his name is jesus he is a servant of all yeah get rid of your ego now because as you gain in platform and notoriety and power and influence and money your ego is going to want to flare up yeah so figure it out now when you ain't got no money and no following and no right. job and no, you yeah. ain't got nothing but a dream. Figure it out now. Number eight, make your character count. And this is kind of like manners, but I think, you know, character is, you know, who you are in private is better than you are in public. Yeah. Your private yeah. life is better than your public life. And I think that so many leaders, we we're in awe of stages and lights and cameras. All that's great. All that's great. But you show me a man of integrity or a woman of integrity, mm. it, it, they're whole. So it's holistic living. Yep. It's not fragmented. It's not, if we look at a pie chart, it's not like 50 or 45% of you is awesome, but there's still a lot of darkness. Right, right. Get that character, um, whatever character, we all have character issues. Yep. Work them out now. Get your character in alignment. Get mm. your character pure. I'm talking about level up your character yeah don't don't I, I i like thinking about it this way it's a life of no compromise yeah it's a life that says i'm not willing to mix in the good and the bad i just want to be wholesome mm. i want my words by the way let's just be honest when it comes to your character you can't have good words if you don't have a good heart yeah the content you consume becomes the content you create. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have good words, you got to put good things in you. Right. And it's like those words, if it's not who you are, you say the right thing. Everybody knows. And it just floats off. Nothing lands. Nothing hits. There's no weight. But you ever notice a person that's living this stuff when they say it? Boom. It'll hit you. Mm-hmm. I always find that about Jensen Franklin. When he says something, I'm just like. It's like an airplane landing on my chest. Right. It's like, well, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. He's living it. Yeah. And so you don't want to be that person that when you say stuff, everybody goes, sounds cool. But the closer I get, the more distorted you become. Yeah. And, and, and isn't character the thing is the more I get to know somebody, the more I respect them. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. The people that know me the best respect me the most. Jeez. And in, in your character, by the way, if we want to know what's in you, let's just throw you under pressure. Because when in there's pressure, your character will be revealed. Yep. Pressure does not build character. Char- character is revealed in pressure. And so you work hard every day so that when the pressure comes, mm. it's like what was found in them was gold. Yep. I saw you go through fire. It's really good. I saw you go through fire and I saw warmth and I saw generosity and I saw kindness. Mm. And dang. You showed me something. Young leader, hear me. Work on your character today because the fire's coming. Or the opportunity. 
It's like those two things, pressure, or you give someone a lot of money really fast. Yeah. And that thing, it does the same thing. Yeah, because Proverbs says a man is tested by the praises he receives. So you're going to get tested in the fire and the praise. (laughs) The test is coming. (laughs) Buddy, I'm just telling you, buckle up, sweetie, because the (laughs) test is coming. So you might as well work on your character now. Yeah. You might be like, it's Wednesday. It's raining in LA. I got nothing going on. Yeah, you do. The test is coming. Yep. The test is coming. And where does it come? It comes when nobody's looking at your bank statement. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you doing with your money, bro? What are you doing with your time? Mm. What are you doing with, with your DMs? What are you doing with your text? What are you doing with your heart stuff? Get your character right now. Number nine, live no lies. It goes in alignment. Don't live too. There's nothing worse than trying to be one way with them and another way with them. You, it's you. Yep. Everywhere you go, yep. be you. Be genuine. Be authentic. Be yourself. Live no lies. And I love this because I think um, we live in a culture that wants to put it on and present. We live in such a leadership culture of image management. Yeah. It's where the imposter syndrome starts to play in. Mm. I'm an imposter, but it's but but I'm but I'm I'm getting I'm getting views. I'm getting likes. I'm getting clicks. It's growing. So I just. I just fall into that trap. Yep. And it's like, dude, you're, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, for those of you that don't, don't listen to Zoe church, I was preaching about it on Sunday. Let me just use a little illustration. I was using, I was using uh Dorothy when she tells the lion, mm-hmm. you're a coward. And he starts to cry because he knows it's true. Jeez. He knows it's true. You know, it's true. Come on, young leader. You ain't all that in a bag of chips. Right. You're as broken as all of us. Mm. Who are you kidding? Who who told you to live a lie? What I'm really trying to say is not just a uh, 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 living deviant or deceitful. What I'm what I'm really trying to get you to believe is be honest. Yeah, honesty starts with me, and if I'm honest with me, I can be honest with others. I think this is one of the biggest keys to unlock your future. Having the value that honesty is the very best policy. Great. Yep. You know, the problem with most leaders, we tell little white lies. Yeah. You get good at lying. It's like Andy Stanley said, this is savage. Andy <laughs> Stanley said, if you can cheat in golf, you could cheat on your wife. What's he trying to say? Now, I don't believe that's exactly true. But right, what, right, is, right. what is he trying to say? Yep. Little white lies build. Mm-hmm. What did we talk about last last pod? Leaks become floods. floods. Live no lies. Mm-hmm. And the last one, number 10, stop trying to impress people. Stop it. Stop it. Stop trying to impress people. You're not imp- We're not impressed. Mm. We're not impressed. Older leaders are not impressed with young leaders. They're no. just not. No. And when I was a young leader, I couldn't figure it out because I was impressed with me. Wow. That's so how I come around older leaders. And I, the way that they treat me, I'll be like, why are they treating me like I'm nothing? Mm. And now that I'm older, I go, oh, I understand. <laughs> I was nothing. Yeah. You know, it was like, I built a youth ministry. And now that I'm a pastor of a church, I go, that's nothing. Yeah. I travel and preach. I was just in London. And now that I have a church, that's nothing. Yep. So what I thought was a big deal when I was young, now that I'm old, is not a big deal. Right. So I was a little bit reading my own press clippings, mm. drinking my own Kool-Aid, kind of thinking like, I'm Jeez. killing it. Yeah. And now that I'm old, I'm like, I was not killing it. Right. And why was I trying to impress people? 
it's so it, it, it's counterintuitive leadership instead yeah, of yeah. instead of getting people to be impressed with you why don't we just be impressed with them yeah the older i get the more i'm impressed i love that so i'm much. like i can't believe how good they are yeah can't believe how smart they are yeah can't believe what they've done can't believe what they've accomplished i can't believe how good they're doing i can't believe how big their church is can't believe how big their podcast is can't believe how many books they've sold can't believe how many streams they got i can't believe I'm so impressed. You think that's from this idea that you stopped comparing and so now you can be impressed? Like if you're compared, those same people, same numbers, everything, when you're young, you compare. Yeah. When you're older, you're just, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I just think it's um it's youth, but it's probably just youthfulness. Mm-hmm. Probably going back to that attitude, that cockiness, that ego. You know, life will pound that stuff out of you. Yeah. It just does. You can choose to or... Yeah, you just, you know, have some kids. Yeah, yeah. Change some diapers. Yep. Be responsible for a whole bunch of families and the food on their table. And then let's talk. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, just you just mature in life. Right, right, right. That's what I'm just trying to say. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you're bad. You want, I want to impress people. Of course, we all want people right. like We want us, to live an impressive life. We all want people to be... I, I think... We, 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 here's a better way to say it, maybe. Instead of trying to impress people, why don't we try and inspire people? I love that. That's the really good. The way you live inspires me. That's really good. The way you love, the way you compliment, the way you encourage, the way you bless, you the way you go and evangelize, the way you budge, you're inspiring me. Mm. Leadership Lean In, we love you. We believe in you too. <laughs>